0: well hello hello how are you doing how are you doing this is the s anthony says podcast this is the s anthony thomas and this is episode number three two zero number three twenty how are you doing how are you doing you bastards now folks i want to say one thing first of all thank you very very much for all the love you've been showing me i appreciate it i really really do you bastards and I want to say to my old long-time bastards, thank you for inviting new bastards to come listen to me. And to my new bastards, thank you for coming along. And to the new bastards, I need you to do what the old bastards did, which is go find some new bastards to listen to this bastard tell you bastard stuff about what's going on. <laughs> Damn, I think I used up my quota for the using the word bastard this week. I got to find something else to say. <laughs> Moving on. Now, folks, if you've, if you've been following me on social media, and apparently a lot of you are, you realize that I've been doing my best to give up or at the very, very minimum, drastically decrease my sugar intake. And it's been going very, very well. It's been going very, very well. I haven't had any sodas, haven't had any soft drinks, haven't had any drinks with sugar in them, haven't had this, haven't had that. But the funny thing about it is if you notice, When you make a decision to stop doing something, using something, being something, you don't even realize how often you use that crap until you decide that you're not going to lose that crap anymore. I didn't realize how many sodas I drank. I didn't realize how many times I drank, uh, you know, tea or coffee with a lot of sugar in it. I didn't realize it until I stopped doing it. And not doing it is weird. Because I'm in a situation now where I have basically a mental security guard that's standing right there and watching everything that goes in my face. And he's making the decision what goes in and what doesn't. You know, it's like having a bodyguard for your stomach, you know, standing in the store, you're looking around, you're like, there's nobody here but me, right? It's not like I'm recording my every move. Nobody will know. Right, all I gotta do—I mean, look—I just go buy. I'll buy one cookie. That's it, you know. In the grand scheme of things, it's really not that big of a deal. It didn't have any sodas. Didn't have any ice cream. One cookie. Who's gonna know? Ha <laughs> ha. And you go toward that cookie and that mental security guard is doing his job. He's doing his job. He's a piece of crap, but he's doing his job. And as you're about to grab the cookie and pick the cookie up and buy the cookie, the mental security guard walks up to you and goes, you know, you lost weight last time you went to the doctor and the doctor was really happy and proud. Yeah, but I mean, if I eat this one cookie, it really is not going to change anything. Even if I eat this one cookie, it's not going to change anything. I'm still going to have lost more weight when I go back to the doctor. Yes, but if you really think about it, wouldn't you lose more weight if you made better decisions? Eh, I know I would lose more weight if I made better decisions. And one of my worst decisions was hiring you to stay in my brain and to stop me from eating stuff. I'm not going to take that personally. I know that's just the sugar talking. Or lack thereof. (laughs) Haha, very funny. But it's just one cookie. What's the problem? The problem is it's not just going to be one cookie. It's going to be a series of this type of decisions that you keep making, buddy. Right, it's gonna be a cookie today. I mean, how many calories are in that cookie? I didn't look. Exactly, there's 600 calories in that cookie. Okay. Now what about you did that every day for 10 days? You know, that don't sound like a bad idea. Yes, it is a, it's a very bad idea. You'll gain two pounds or so. Oh, I did not think of that. Right, now won't you be kind of embarrassed if you go to the doctor next time and instead of having lost a lot of weight, either just lose a little bit of weight or even gain weight now what about she looks at you and goes oh you did really good mr thomas but now you seem to have gained some weight what did you do did you take your shrinking but now now growing ass to the supermarket and buy a too expensive cookie you fat bastard i really don't think my doctor would call me a fat bastard how do you know you won't know unless you eat that cookie and your fat ass gets bigger damn did i pay for this yes you did So I put the cookie down and I didn't buy the cookie and the security guard goes, good job. But the funny thing about it is when the security guard for your diet is in your brain, you can't avoid the bastard, can you? Right. If you're some kind of say you're a Miss America or Miss whatever pageant, right? And you really want to, you know, you want to spend some intimate time with your dude. Or if you're a guy who's doing something, you're not supposed to get it on with anybody. And you want to spend some intimate time with your girlfriend and whatnot. And you have a chaperone, but the chaperone doesn't live with you. The chaperone is only there most of the time. And sometimes the chaperone's not there. Maybe you could sneak out the window, right? Maybe there's somebody that your parents said, they stay away from that girl. She's bad news or stay away from that guy. He's bad news. And the only thing you're thinking is I would stay away from them but i've seen them in the bikini and uh, i got news for you f you mom and dad i'm going over there to get me some of that delicious cake right and you crawl out the window you slide down the thing you get there you don't even take the car why take the car they'll hear the car and all that kind of crap you pull your bike out of the garage you get on your bike and you pedal over to your girlfriend's house or if you're a lady you pedal over to your guy's house or if you get your pedal over to your same-sex lover's house right you slide on over there, you go someplace else, they get on their bike, you get on your bikes together, you find a place, you get to that place, boom, boom, jiggy, jiggy boom da boom jiggy jiggy boom, boom, jiggy boom the boom jiggy jiggy you give each other some delicious cake, you get back on your bike, you ride right back up to your house, you crawl back up to the thing, you go back into your bed and nobody knows about it, that's because your parents are asleep, they don't know what's going on, they're not watching you all the time, during the day they know where you are, during the day, but not when they're sleeping. But the security guard in your brain is attached to your brain and you can't sneak out. You can't do that crap. If the security guard in your brain, you try to sneak out like that, you get out of the bed, you open up the window, you're thinking about getting some of your significant other's delicious cake. You'll crawl out the window and then you see that big burly mental bodyguard sitting on the roof in the lotus position pointing at you and saying, nice try, jackass. Get your punk ass back into that room and you're going, damn. Damn. I gotta figure a way to get by this bastard, because if I can't get past this bastard, I can't get some of that sweet cake, and I have to have some of her sweet cake. And you're looking at the thing, you look out the window, and the bastard is on the roof in the lotus position, looking out the window, making a no-no-no hand signal, and you go, okay, okay, you got me this time. But you don't think he got you this time. You're trying to get out of there. You're gonna beat that bastard, right? And he turn on some music, and you look out the window, and the band, all of a sudden, the mental bodyguard is sitting on the is on the roof. He's happy. He figures he's got your beat. You see him sitting there with some Beats headphones and you're going, how the hell does he afford Beats headphones? I can't even afford Beats headphones. Are you doing mental bodyguard work for other people? And the mental bodyguard goes, really, really, I really don't need to have to discuss that with you. What I do on my off time is none of your business, sir. And go back to doing what you do. <laughs> and the mental bodyguard makes a phone call on his iPhone X and you're going, you got a Beats i." For Beats headphone and an iPhone X? I can't even afford that and I'm paying you. And the bodyguard goes, that, that, that's really none of your business. Get back to sleep. And you're looking at that bastard. We're going to discuss your, you discuss your pay later on. I don't know how the hell you got an iPhone X and Beats headphones. And I got these $5 headphones and a $50 cell phone. Anyway right you look out the window you peek out the window you turn the music up a little but not enough then the, the, the person's out there right and you slide down the steps you're going this bass is out there listening to his beats Headphones and I'm gonna discuss that with him later, by the way. I don't know how the hell he can afford that crap And he's got the iPhone X, but now you're sliding down the steps Luckily the steps are carpeted. You slide down the steps You know not to go out the front door cuz the front door is right underneath where he's sitting Ease out the back door. Ease out the back door. You crawl over there You don't even put your bike in this gravel in the driveway. You pick up the bike You walk along in the grass cuz you don't want to touch the gravel in the driveway You get out to the street you get on your bike you start pedaling your bike and you're thinking about that beats headphone iphone x having bastard sitting on the roof thinking that he got your beat <laughs> no he doesn't you go to your girl's house you slide over to your girl's house you're like oh yeah i'm about to get some of my woman my girl's delicious cake you get the thing you put the music on you put on some of the music you put the music on you got the lights ready you think you put that thing you got the thing you put the room thing you got that thing yeah i'm not going to describe what happens but you know it's all sexed up, and you get ready to do some stuff, she lays down, you about to climb on top of her and do some goodness, and you close your eyes like this is the best thing in your world, you open up your eyes, and it's the damn bodyguard, There, yeah, it's not your girlfriend, it's your bodyguard looking up at you with the Beats headphones on, and the iPhone X, and he's showing you a picture of a picture of you looking embarrassed and you're going you bastard how'd you get here and then the bodyguard goes I'm in your head you stupid bastard now get on your bike and go home punk that mental bodyguard is there all the time, and my mental bodyguard is there all the time. Earlier today, I put a video up of me at a place getting something from some for somebody else at the store. I shouldn't even have walked to the back of the store where they have the pizzas and stuff. I shouldn't have do. I had there was nothing I was going to the store to get that had anything to do with that section of the store. But somehow I could smell the pizza. Somehow I could see the little apple pies that they had in front of the pizza because these bastards were not only selling pizza, but eh, that's not enough to ruin your diet fat boy. We're going to sell individual apple pies right underneath the damn pizza so you can get pizza and apple pie right there at the same time. It's not even like you have to walk to two different sections of the store to ruin your diet and make your ass so big you can't get out the door. Oh hell no hey fat boy look to the left that's right beer sodas all the stuff you can't have you're damn right nothing but pizza slices and individual apple pie oh if you look to your right oh look at here look what's at the right that's right ice cream you're damn right so where you're standing right now you have access to pizza apple pie juices sodas beers and ice cream you fat bastard now you're doing pretty good right now but you know what it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay you could have a slice of pizza or three that's okay right and you can have an apple pie or two right and you can have a couple sodas can't right and look to the right ice cream you know what i'm saying you can have some ice cream right and I'm sitting there looking at all of this crap and I'm sitting there going, I ain't nobody going to be home today but me. No one will know. I can lie and tell everybody, sure, I'm sticking with the new diet and the new eating program, right? It's not like anybody's going to be going through my trash can to look for the pizza slices, right? And if there's some other people that come to my house that are hanging out all the time. They drink sodas, too. They're not going to remember whether or not they have the soda. They're just going to have sodas in the recycle bin and the ice cream. Well, there's really no one that really eats ice cream like that. But. I'm gonna eat all of it and hide it in the bottom of the trash can (laughs) you know that's what I'm gonna do that's what I'm gonna do I got the money in my pocket and and I'm a grown man damn it I'm 49 years old I'll do what the hell I want next year I'll be able to buy an AARP catalog and I don't think anybody old enough to have an AARP catalog should have to listen to the crap that anybody else says when he wants to do something I'm an self-actualized man damn it and I'll have what I want and what I want right now is two pieces of this wonderful apple pie, two individual apple pies. And what else I want? Two slices of this barbecue chicken pizza with other stuff on it. You're damn right. And then what else I want? I want to get me a couple of them sodas and I want to get me some of that ice cream and I'm going to go home and I'm going to shove it all down my throat. Will I regret it afterwards? Of course I'll regret it afterwards. Yeah, but no one will know. <laughs> And there's not a damn thing they can do about it because you can't make somebody feel guilty about something if you don't know that the person did it in the first place. So, this is a special shout out to all the people that I love that have been very encouraging about my new lifestyle change. A temporary F you to all of you. F you. Yeah, F you. And if I don't lose weight next time I go back to the doctor, I'm still going to tell you that I did because what are you going to do? Weigh me when I'm sleeping? Shut up, losers. I'm having this pizza, this this soda, this ice cream, and these apple pies, and there's not a damn thing your punk asses can do about it, and I take the money out of my wallet, I got the bill in my hand, a bill that will cover all of this, oh, you're damn right, and then all of a sudden, I go up to the person at the counter who's got the stuff, and it's the damn security guard behind the counter. Bastard. Hi, it's Anthony. What? It would be one thing if you were actually thinking about just buying one slice of pizza. If you actually were just going to buy one slice of pizza, I really wouldn't say anything. I would say, hey, just have the one slice. That's all I would say. You know damn well you would not just say, hey, have the one slice. Have I lied to you yet? If you really think about it, of the two of us, which one of us has done the lying? Oh, oh, so you going to go there with it. Oh. Okay, we won't talk about lying. Well, why don't you tell me how you can afford a damn iPhone X and Beats headphones when you only work for me? You know I ain't paying you that much. Actually, you're not really paying me anything. I'm just your conscience, you dumb bastard. And you're gonna steal my catchphrases too. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. So what's going on here? All I'm saying is, if you had just— I mean, mean, granted, if you had bought the apple pie or the ice cream or the soda, I would have got in you. I would have got in you and worked you over pretty good. But the one slice of one slice of cheese pizza. I was actually going to get barbecue chicken pizza with all that other crap on it. Yeah, I know. But as soon as you got to the guy to make the purchase, I would have gotten in your ear and forced you into buying just a one slice of cheese pizza, which which is acceptable. You've been doing very, very well. You really think I've been doing very well? You've been doing fantastic. You've actually gone to the store for other people. They've wanted certain things. I mean, you went to the store for your uncle. You got candy and sodas. You went to the store for your aunt. You know, she got some she got hoagies and stuff like that. You went to the store for your brothers and all these other people while you're out. I don't know why you keep going to the store for all of these people. They all got cars, you dumbass. Yeah, that is true. They could have done this crap themselves, man. And it's not like I always get all the money back. I mean, eventually I get all the money back. But sometimes, you know, I got to hear this. I don't have any change crap. The hell is that? Send me to the store for some stuff. And all of a sudden, because you don't have enough change. All of a sudden, I'm the one paying for a substantial portion of your crap. I mean, I get the money back within a couple of days. But damn, I mean, you know. The hell, that's beside the point. Yeah, you're really getting off track. What I'm saying is, you did very, very good to make sure that you didn't eat any garbage when you went to the store for them. You should be proud of yourself. Yeah, I am kind of proud of myself. I really am. But what I'm saying right now is, you're about to make a huge mistake. Remember before when you were just going to buy that cookie? Yeah. And I realized that the cookie had, had a whole lot of calories in it. That's why I didn't want you to buy it. Yeah. Well, this, this particular piece of pizza only has 200 calories in it. If you just buy the one slice of pizza, you'll be fine. It'll be, it'll be your treat. It'll be a treat for you, I guess. But you don't want to be completely off track. You're going to be going to the doctors in three weeks. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hmm. You know what, mental bodyguard? I'm going to do one better than that. I'm going to have no, none, zero, Slices of pizza, zero sodas, zero apple pies, and I'm not even gonna look at the ice cream. Are you sure about that? Yes, I am sure about it. I'm just not gonna do it. Good. That's very, very good. Because if you would have tried to tried to buy that pizza, I would have been in your ass so deep, you would you would and I would have worked you over so good, I would have made you wake up in the middle of the night, and I would have I would have made you wake up in the middle of the night and if it made you feel guilty. You would have gotten no sleep, and it would have ruined your day. So don't even think about putting the pizza in your mouth, fat ass. Wow. So I guess you do lie a lot. But my lies are out of love. Excuse me. I'm got a phone call on my iPhone X. Hello. Uh, I'm going to have to take this over here where you can't hear me. Yeah. Um, I'm working with this fat ass right now. And, uh, I have about 27 other clients that I work with. And that's, that's how I can afford this beats by Dre headphones and this iPhone X. But fat boy over there doesn't realize that he thinks I'm working just inside of his head but uh, he don't pay that much money. So I have to actually, you know, supplement my income by working for a bunch of other fat bastards like himself. So uh you do realize I can actually hear that. Oh, damn. Uh Well, anyway, I'll be there as soon as he goes to sleep. I might stay up late. Not a fat ass is going to stay up late. Um You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to consult with you over the phone. And uh that way he'll think that uh, he, I'm still working with him. I can still hear you. I don't even know why I'm whispering anymore because the fat ass can hear me. All right, I work with other people. So what? You scum. Yeah, well, at least I look good, you fat bastard. Oh, what with, with the name calling now? I ain't got to be nice to you anymore because I quit. You quit? I quit. Ha <laughs> ha. Good. Good riddance, ass face. Well, now, since uh Mr. Assface Face has left, it means I can purchase... Whatever the hell I want, and remember what I just said about not getting a slice of pizza. Well, guess what? That's complete horseshit. I'm gonna buy a Stromboli for later. I'ma get a couple of sl- I'ma get a slice of pizza to eat in the car on the way home. I'm gonna get a couple of slices to eat when I'm at home. I'm gonna have three sodas, one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner, and I'm gonna get me three of those ice cream things because I wanna have once again one for breakfast, one for lunch, and one for dinner, and that's that. So, excuse me, excuse me. Can you help me out? just kidding I'm still here damn all right I promise I'm going to eat good most of the time from now on and um, I'm not going to cheat on my diet at all I mean there's not not even cheat days until I until I take a nice chunk of this another nice chunk of this weight off I'm not going to do any kind of cheating very good very good all right, let me talk. to I'm going to go back to talking to my podcast audience now because, you know, you basically you're kind of getting on my nerves now. Not a problem. FYI, I'm really not going anywhere. I'm in your head. Remember? Yeah, I know. Damn. Uh, anyway, bastards, listen, what I'm saying is, first of all, if you want to if you if you're in a situation where you're trying to give up on something, you're going to try to think like like in my my case, give up on sodas and candy and sugar and cake and breads and all of those kind of things. And you're going to try to make a change. Just you know, the the best way to do it and the way I've been successful so far for this period of time, which has not been a long time, but I thought I'll be honest with you, I thought I was gonna crack and have a cheesesteak or something like that, or I thought I was gonna crack and slide over the subway sandwich and you give, give me a yeah, I want a double quadruple and a double quadruple and sixteen quadruples on top of that and sixteen cookies, but I didn't do it. The only thing I've decided and I realize when I think about it that when I was in my best shape All I did basically was break it down into what I needed to do that specific day. You can't worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month because you're not at tomorrow, next week and next month yet. The only thing you have is right the hell now, right the hell now. And what I notice is every time I've been successful in my freaking life, every time I've had sustained success and everything was going good was when I woke up. And all I could think about is what do I do today to make me better today? Right. What do I need to do today? I need to lift weights today. I need to eat better today. I need to write several minutes of material today. I need to get prepared for next week's podcast today. That's what I was doing. Right. And the bad part about it is I fell out of that habit and I don't even know how it happened, probably because just like many other people. I took my hand off the steering wheel. You know, when you got your hands on the steering wheel of your car, it goes exactly where you want it to go. When you got your foot on the brakes and the gas pedal, hopefully not at the same time, because you'll be going and sitting in the same place and people will think. That guy's an idiot. He's probably sitting there with his foot and on the gas and the brake at the same time. What a dumbass. So don't do that. <laughs> but I noticed that that's that's the only time I've actually been able to really kick the world's ass is when I just thought, what am I doing today? And I took my hand off the steering wheel. It was a mistake. Was like taking your hands off the steering wheel and closing your eyes and just stepping on the gas. You may get lucky. You've seen people that Really aren't trying that hard or just let things happen to them and they stumble into some crap. You see people win the Powerball lottery, right? You see some people who are just pieces of crap and they stumble into a fantastic spouse. I've seen that many, many times. I know a guy, I'm not going to mention his name. Uh, we're not in the same circles, but we know each other and he won't recognize himself because I'm going to change some things. So he doesn't recognize himself. But this guy's a bit of a douche. Not the best husband in the world. I mean, he's not the kind of husband that's going to go out and bend over some secretaries or something like that, but he's not the best husband in the world. But he has this gorgeous wife who treats him really, really well and sticks with him no matter what. And I think very slowly and very surely he's starting to realize he better calm down because everybody has a breaking point. But he stumbles across the kind of woman, not just because she's gorgeous, but because she's a great person, the kind of woman I would kill to have a wife like that, you know? And he, he lucked into that. I know people that got discovered uh, on the Internet and became big deals. Right. I know people that stumbled into money and stumbled into other things, but they are the very, very, very rare exceptions. Everybody else that I know never have become successful and the successful periods in my life, they took methodical care about what they did every day. I get up, I got to do this, and I got to do that. da 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 I got a to-do list. I'm going to rattle it off. a bop 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 dip ba dop dip bop And what happens? They got what they wanted or something real close to it. And I realized that the last time I tried to get in shape and all these other times I talked in the internet about I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to eat right. And I had good intentions. I really wanted it to happen. But something dumb would happen or I'd take my hand off the steering wheel and what would happen? I wouldn't gain any weight, but I wouldn't lose any weight. I'm fortunate about that. It would be just like literally within a pound or two of the last time I went to the doctor. But this time it was 13 pounds lighter. Because I paid attention. I paid attention. Get up. What do you got to do? Well, you got to do these crunches and you got to do the kettlebell and you got to push this and you got to lift that. You got to hit the bag and you got to run and you got to ride the bike and the boop-de-boop. Don't drink that soda. Don't eat that cake. Have that salad. Whoop-de-whoop. Everybody else is eating pizza. Doesn't really matter. It has nothing to do with me. Whoop-whoop-whoop. They're drinking beer. Not me. I'm going to have this water. whoop de whoop Boop Whoop-de-boop-de-boop. And I know that now. And I basically have covered my hands in, metaphorically speaking, covered my hands in super glue and placed them on the goddamn steering wheel. And they ain't coming off ever again. Although, I'm going to be honest with you. When I lose another 15 pounds or so, (laughs) that mental bodyguard can kiss my black ass. I'm having me some pizza. Listen. I think we agree that you're not going to have pizza unless you lose the exact amount of the weight you lost last time, which was 13 pounds, which means, you know, uh, if you lose 13 pounds, you can have a slice of pizza. Oh, I didn't realize that you were the employer. I thought I hired you. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. As it turns out, um, even though technically you hired me to be in your brain and stop you from eating bad things, I run this punk. I'm the one that tells you what to do. I mean, you wanted that pizza early today, didn't you? But did you get it? No. Why? Because I didn't let you. Exactly. You wanted that cake. You didn't get it. I mean, sorry, that pie. You didn't get it, did you? No, because I wouldn't let you. You wanted that soda. You didn't get it because I wouldn't let you. Isn't that, isn't that right? Yeah. So who really runs things? You're kind of like a spouse that thinks that they run the household only to one day realize that the other spouse has been manipulating and controlling you the whole time. You're like a husband that thinks he rules the roost, only to find out that the wife the whole time has been making sure all the bills are paid, making sure that the kids get to school, making sure you don't spend too much money, making sure that the house is clean, making sure that she does her job outside of the house and comes back and makes sure everything's great. And You think you run things, but as it turns out, she runs things. Same thing for you ladies at times, and you think you're running things, and as it turns out your husband has been very, very slowly manipulating you, right? But sometimes when people manipulate you, they don't manipulate you in a bad way. They don't try to take things from you. Sometimes a person will manipulate you to do good things. How many times have you seen that when you have a spouse that's doing drugs or doing this and doing that? And the other spouse very slowly and methodically nudges him on the right track. And then they look back and they realize they haven't touched a drug in 10 years. They've been great shape. Everything is good financially. And you realize you didn't do any of that crap. You realize your spouse, she got you off drugs. You know, you were ready to get off drugs, but you could have you were ready to get off drugs before, but you didn't have that little extra motivation. But she was the motivation, Right she got off drugs she was ready to get off drugs but she needed a little extra motivation the motivation was him you know what I'm saying it's not gender specific but sometimes you think you control things but it's somebody outside of yourself that's really controlling things and S. Anthony as the mental bodyguard to you I'm controlling things fat boy you're lighter because of me yes, Anthony you know I think you might have, I think I might have to give you some credit for that man I mean I think that you're lighter because of me I'm going to get you on the right track, my brother. The mental bodyguard that you had last time you decided you didn't want to be a fat bastard was a punk. And we fired him from the place. Also, he was embezzling funds. And I caught him embezzling the funds. And Actually, I, I'll be honest with you. I whooped his ass and I took the money back that he stole. And then I bought these Beats headphones and iPhone X. Now, now you know how I got them, okay? So you whoop somebody's ass to get the... Yeah, and if I see you touching any cake, I'm going to whoop your ass. Oh, wow. Um, uh, Bastard Army, I think I'm gonna, uh, gonna end this segment because, uh, uh, my mental bodyguard is getting a little full of himself. Oh, you ain't gonna end this segment until I say so, bitch. Wow. Wow. We really need to, we we need to discuss your employment contract because we had, I I had a feeling that you were gonna get a little full of yourself. I'm gonna end this segment in a second and we're gonna have to have a nice little sit down. And we're going to have to discuss how you talk to people that you work for. I ain't sitting down for nobody. Okay. Uh, I, 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 look, I got to take care of this business. That bastard I mean, I'm going to end this segment. We're going to do another segment in a minute. You don't know who the hell you're talking to. Cause I'll kick, your, I'm sorry. A uh, uh, segment over. I'll kick your ass. I'll kick your ass. Folks, I want to talk to you about something here. Um, I, I'm on, I was looking, uh, I'm on social media a lot, as everybody knows. And people were asking me this particular question. They were going, do you feel sympathetic to that lawyer who threatened to call ice on those ladies in the in the the store? And because the, the press is following him around, do you feel sympathetic to this guy? No, no, I don't. I don't feel sympathetic to most of these people that do these horrible things, to human beings, when the chickens come home to roost. Now, for some kind of over-the-top thing, like if there's somebody blows their house up or beats them down or something, yes, I feel bad about that. But if they just get shamed for, for their behavior, no, I don't. I don't care that this guy is getting hounded by the press. I don't give a damn about this guy. I don't give a damn about a lot of these people some, when these things happen to them. I'm sorry, I just don't. And I'll tell you why. Now, say for the sake of argument, and I've been in this, I've been in a situation where the police officers showed up and, you know, gave me a hard time. And then after they gave me a hard time, oh, sorry about that, buddy. You know, I know what it's like to be sitting on the side of the road with all my stuff spread out all over the place. I know what it's like to, you know, have people have guns in my face and I didn't do anything. I know what it's like. I know what it's like. But the funny thing about it is when you think about those situations and I go back over those situations in my mind, I realize that in many of those particular occasions, I could have easily have been killed. I could have easily been killed and nothing would have happened to the people that killed me. And I would have been a, have been a distant memory by now. I know this. So You have to realize there's ramifications to the things that happen when somebody calls the police on you. Now, if it's it, the majority of times that I've seen what happens is the police will show up. Look, assess the situation and go, look, this guy's not doing anything wrong and they'll go about their business. But in this particular occasion, when it was the coffee shop, the, the, the guys got taken away. Now, when you go to when you go to jail and you sit in jail, first of all, you got to be dragged out in the handcuffs in front of people. You don't know who's seeing that and you don't know how that story is going to travel. In addition to that, you got to go to jail and you got court costs and court fees and lawyer this and lawyer that and time lost at work. And you have to explain yourself and you have to go through all this whole situation all because somebody decided they didn't like the fact that you were doing something that other people were doing. And they didn't have they had a prejudice toward you and exercised their right to do something bad to you. Nobody thinks about the the, the, the consequences. These two guys could have very easily gotten shot. I know from, from personal experience what it's like to have guns in my face and realize that if I had reached down to get some gum out of my pocket, not realizing that the police officers were behind me with guns aimed at me, I could have gotten I could have gotten blown away. I didn't do anything. Oh, sorry about that, buddy. Yeah. Sorry about that, buddy. Oh, yes. He just had some guns in my face when I didn't do anything wrong. No, no big deal. Come on man this guy uh, I'll call ice they are speaking Spanish and they're speaking Spanish not by speaking Spanish they're all speaking Spanish you should speak uh, English you're in America I'm gonna call ice on you lady now why did he threaten to call ice on the lady did he as a Spanish speaker himself as it turns out from what I understand did he overhear them plotting a terrorist attack did he overhear them him, them plotting a robbery? Did he overhear them drug trafficking? No, he probably just overheard something like, "Hey, you, you know what I like about chai tea? Oh, I know I like but sometimes the place put too much ice in it, Yeah, but you know what I, the kind of conversations everybody has just in Spanish, and he's willing to call ice on those people because you should be speaking English You're in America. Think about the consequences of the things you do sometimes. When you hear something like, I'll call ICE, it sounds like an idle threat. But if you really think about it, if you're from a country where you escaped, whether you left legally or not, you got the hell out of there. If you were returned, you're going to get killed. Well, then somebody saying I'm going to call ICE isn't just somebody saying they're going to call ICE. That's someone saying I'm going to send you someplace where you're going to get killed. So how do you think if that was the case? Now, I don't know if that was the case in this situation, but how do you, how do you think that person's going to feel then? And what if, on the, what if, what if the worst happened? What if they were from a country where if they were returned to their country, they would be murdered because they, they, you know, they were hiding from someone or some situation. And you called ICE on them and they got returned to that country and they got killed. What did they get killed for? They got killed because they spoke a language that you didn't think they should speak. If you call the cops on somebody and they're at a store and you don't think they belong there, or if you're sleeping in a dorm room, you know, where you're actually going to school and paying tuition just like everybody else. And somebody calls the police and campus security. So you have to prove that you belong there and you get dragged out. What about you wake up the wrong way? I've been in the car sometimes where my my friends it's like it's like four big black guys in the car. I'm sleeping in the back coming home from a show. And I and somebody's tapping on the window. And now when you're in the car by your, when you're in the car with your friend, somebody taps on your window and you're waking up. What that usually means is all your friends got out of the car and they're like, oh, he's still sleeping Oh man, wake his ass up. We got we to gotta, we gotta get we got to get out of here. And they tap on the window. You ever wake up angry? You Ever, ever have your spouse tap you on the shoulder and wake you up early? than you want to wake up? You're like, come on, man. What? Oh, come on, baby. What's up? Right. Or if it's your friends, come on, man, let me no man, get the hell out of here. What about I went, come on, man, get the hell out of here and wave my hands aggressively at the window, thinking it was a bunch of my friends not realizing that it's a guy holding a gun at my face and a flashlight aimed at me. And all of a sudden, that sudden movement led to me get my fucking head blown off. We get to think of the ramifications of things and you call cops on people when they didn't do anything. We saw John Crawford get shot in a in a toy store, or I think it was a Walmart holding a toy gun. People getting choked out. What about these two guys had a bad day at the coffee shop? Right. And what about on that particular occasion, the police that came that were not professional police officers? It was the police officers that we see sometimes on these videos that do things that they're not supposed to do. And it escalated into something that it shouldn't have been. And all of a sudden you go from two guys that were in a coffee shop waiting to do a business deal who this particular person didn't think belonged there to a couple of guys on the street with holes in their bodies, with the life draining out of them. Because they. Or someplace you didn't think they belonged. People ask me if I feel sympathetic towards the lawyer who said those horrible things. No. As it turns out, when you go on social media, videos are coming up of him doing these horrible things. Allegedly accosting a couple walking down the street that didn't do anything to him, didn't know him. And he's calling them ugly foreigners and all this kind of stuff. And you see all these other rallies where he's being horrible to people. And you're supposed to feel sympathetic to a person like that who actually has some kind of power. Fletting his power at he, but he, people he believes to be powerless. That's because he doesn't like them. He doesn't like the way they look. doesn't like where they're from. Do I feel sympathetic to this guy? No. All I'm saying is. It's very, very easy to treat people with respect. It's very, very easy. It doesn't require any effort at all. It actually requires less effort to be respectful to people than it is to to be disrespectful to people. It requires less effort. You don't even something as simple as not having to raise your voice and yell at somebody, not having to escalate situations that don't need to be escalated. It's very, very easy to be good to people. Very, very easy. So. Do I feel sympathetic? No. And to put it to put it a better way and a more accurate way, uh, excuse my language. Fuck that guy. And that's the answer to the question that you guys have all been asking me. Fuck that guy. Segment over. Alright, folks, this has been this episode of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. It's over with. We are done. I want to thank you very, very much for everything that you've done for me over the time. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, S. Anthony. Ah, uh, what, dude? Uh, this is your mental bodyguard again. Uh, I noticed that you have a candy container on your desk. Yeah, yeah, it's a candy container, but I don't eat candy. I mean, I don't, first of all, I don't eat candy like that anyway. And you know, and, and when I ate candy, it wasn't I mean, I mean. So you're saying there's no candy in this candy dish? It's not, no, there's no candy in there. I put change in there, and and that's that's what it's there for. You know, that's the change I use. You know, if I want to, if I need to park or something like that. Well, if it's the change you use to park, why is it inside the house? Wouldn't it make more sense to put your so-called change candy thing inside the car so you wouldn't forget it i brought it in the house because i reloaded in the house and then i take it with me out to the car i'm not going to forget it i leave the i leave that place where i normally would put the the candy container with the change i leave that open and it's one of the first things i look at when i get into the car so i know that i actually have my candy container that has coins in it. I mean, what are you talking? About? I'm not going to forget it. And why would I pull off without that? When that's one of the first places I look before I pull off to make sure that I have it there. So what you're saying is if I were to you know, open this up, there would be no candy in there. Really, bro, you, you really I'm trying to finish my damn podcast. The podcast is over. I'm trying to finish this podcast up and get my finish my work here. And you're going to come in here and interrupt me and disrespect me. By 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 coming in here and accusing me of lying and having candy on the desk when I've already told you I'm cutting down almost completely on the sugar. All I'm saying is it doesn't make any sense to have this candy this year. You know what? I'm, this is bullshit, man. Look, look, OK, here I'm picking it up now. See how I have it in my hand? Yes. Now, if it has candy in it. Then I'm a liar, right? Well, I wouldn't necessarily call you a liar. I would just say that you're not telling the truth in this particular situation. Okay. Every bastard army, are you listening? Okay. Now, jackass here is calling me a liar and saying this is candy. I want you to listen very closely as I take this candy. This little candy container. Now, listen closely. Does that sound like candy to you? Uh, it sounds like candy to me. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to pop it open. I'm going to expect an apology from you after this. This is bull stuff, man. Yeah, what is, what's this? What's that look like? Oh, uh, those are uh, those are quarters. Yeah, quarters. You know, like I said, was in there. Oh, uh, maybe I do owe you a uh, bit of an apology. Uh, can I see one of those quarters? Well, oh, you need a quarter or something. Here, here you go, man. Here you go. Take that. Did you just bike that quarter? Uh, no, I did mean, you bit the quarter to see if it was candy shaped like a quarter. I mean, come on, man. If I'm going to go that far to find candy shaped like a quarter, trust me, I'm going to I'm going to do a better job of hiding from you than that. You owe me an apology, man. All right. I apologize. uh Anthony, this is your mental uh, mental bodyguard. Uh, I apologize for assuming that just because it was a candy dish on the table that you had candy in it and that you were hiding it to try to be slick. I apologize and uh i i'm all you have to do i accept your apology not just go away i'm going to end the podcast and read off you know the the websites and crap that i'm on that i do at the end of the show but this is some bull once again when the show is over we just went over your employment contract we're going to have to discuss respect you go sit over there I'm sorry, bastard army, that you had to hear that. But sometimes, you know, when you have people, when you have a mental bodyguard working for you, sometimes they get a little full of themselves and think that they have the authority to be. To forget, we're just going to forget all that. Forget all that. Just this, this thing, happy thoughts, bastard army. Thank you very much for listening to the S. Anthony says podcast. This is your buddy S. Anthony Thomas. Uh, this podcast can be heard on Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, Spotify, iHeart Radios, Google Play. Podbean is the home base for this uh, podcast. And of course, iTunes. Uh, I'm online in several places Uh, on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel that I'm going to be using a little more soon. Uh, Just go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to the S. Anthony says channel. Just go to YouTube, type in S. Anthony says my channel will pop up. Please subscribe and hit the bell so you know when I when I drop some stuff there that you can check out that I think that you're going to like. I'm on Instagram with my name S Anthony Thomas. Uh, I'm on Facebook. All you got to do is look up S Anthony says uh, has a verified page, so it's a blue check mark, so you know that it's actually me. And I'm on Twitter in two places. For me, it's at S Anthony Thomas, and for this podcast, is at S Anthony says. If you want to send an email to me, I only have one email address, and that email address is talk to S Anthony at gmail.com T A L K. T-O-S-A-N-T-H-O-N-Y at gmail.com. Uh, for those of you that have already sent emails with uh, declarations of love, thank you. Please begin sending nudity, ladies only. <laughs> I want to thank you guys very, very, very much for everything. You bastards, much love to you. All my bastard army all over the world. I will talk to you again next week with episode number 321. Hope you dug this one and I hope you'll dig the next one. And I'm now going to say goodbye to you the way that I say goodbye to you all the time. I'm going to do it on the count of three and I want you to do it with me. Are you ready? Of course you are. Here we go. One, two, three, S Anthony.